You are now listening to Oh man, I, I always my remembrance of that melody always breaks down at the very end. Can you finish it, Ben? There it is. Here, let me let me do it. Let me get you to the point. Sure, get me get me to the point, and we'll see. This repeats forever, right? That's all, folks. Yep, there we go. It repeats forever. Yeah, it just repeats forever. That's right. Well, we are going to keep doing Sanity Shelves forever because we love them, and that's what this is. It's Sanity Shelves, the type of episode of Sound of Sanity, where we talk about a book we read, and it triggers an interesting conversation. And I am Nathan. I'm your humble and obedient Usually host. Usually it's a book that we are currently reading. Yes, a book yeah. that we are like sort of in process. So you, yeah. you get like kind of the raw, unfiltered... Uh, and not quite ready to render a complete judgment. Right. Yeah. So sometimes it might even be a book that ultimately we wouldn't recommend, but we were interested in. Interested and, enough to start. Yeah. In in play with. So, and sometimes it might be a book that we think is fantastic. It's just, we're in process with it often. So this is Sanity Shelves. I am Nathan. I'm your humble and obedient host. And one thing that I like to read is The Room. And I'll tell you who's in The Room right now. <laughs> ben just gave me a humorous comedy <laughs> look. read this nathan <laughs> yeah like i read this <laughs> look it's funny uh, yeah, he has been he is the oh boy he's the pastor who's a nope he's the preacher who's go. the teacher of books and uh sanity yeah, of shelves yes, of shelves. yes yes he teaches shelves. he teaches shelves. He does. yeah <laughs> find ben at home in his basement <laughs> Teaching his shelves. Yeah. <laughs> I told you to jump. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I was trying to teach the shelf to jump. Oh, you teach shelves. I see. <laughs> it wouldn't do it. Okay. Well, I'm not a successful teacher of shelves. It's just what I do. See, I thought you were teaching me about shelves, but it turns out Are you're you actually crazy? imparting knowledge to the shelf. Okay. Yeah. That was really stupid of me. I, I made all kinds of assumptions. Made an ass out of me assumption. You are teaching shelves, and specifically you're teaching them to jump. <laughs> and other things. And other things. Hey, if you only taught a shelf to jump, I'd still think like... That's super impressive. Let's take the like sack on the road. Berlin, right? Yeah. <laughs> One day my shelves will take over the world. But until that time, I'm just a sad little man in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> and after that time. Now, uh, yeah. Ben, uh, speaking of uh, sad men, but in this case, sad large men, why don't you introduce uh, Jake? <laughs> it's Jake Menzel, pastor who's a master of shelves. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> he doesn't even have to teach them. I've just mastered them. Yeah, he yeah. Do as them. I bid. <laughs> do as he bid. Stay. Stay. Yeah. Hold my books. Yeah, you're like one of those. <laughs> like like with my baby, I'm like, all right, Theo, cry. That doesn't seem like good parenting to me. Anyway, Jake, you are the eponymous, the titular sanity shelver this week. Yeah. You have a book that you want to share with us. I have a book that I am currently reading. So several months ago, I we did an episode on Battle Cry by mm -hmm. Jason Wilson, which is a book that I started reading with my son, Peter. We finished that book. 
we started like actually read reading it and like going somewhere to discuss it. Life was too busy and crazy for us to be able to do that regularly. Mm-hmm. But I take him to school in the morning because of how my kids are divided up. I end up taking him by myself and Amanda takes all the other kids to a different location because they're at two different locations. And so I was just like, yeah, we'll just do the audio book and we'll spend time, a little bit of time every morning listening and talking about it. So we finished that book, we got done and I was trying to figure out what to do next. And because of a couple of different conversations I had been having with men in our church who I feel like were ready uh, to take this uh, step, I wanted to re-engage with the book that I have a long history with mm. um, and a lot of familiarity with, as does everybody in this room, and as will most many of our listeners. And that book is Daddy Tried by Tim Bailey. And that is a weird choice of a book to read with your 13, almost 14-year-old son. Mm. But we started doing it over the last couple of days. And so that's what I'm, I'm reading. And I thought it might be fun to process out loud why on earth I decided to do that with Peter. Because when I, when I decided to, to do it with him, I, I operate often on a very intuitive level and I don't understand wh- why I feel like something uh, is the right thing to do until afterwards sometimes. I mean, sometimes I'm just wrong. And it, it, it may be that we get to a place with this book that I decide, eh, yeah, time to be done. But oh, should we, should very quickly, we should just say, in case anyone doesn't know, Daddy Tried is a book that was published by Warhorn Media, who was, also produces this podcast. It was the first original new book that we ever published. So we had done some work. Warhorn got started because of a desire to publish books mm-hmm. first. So me, Nathan and I got started on that work by producing a little magazine, quarterly magazine called The Warhorn. And that was just us really as much as anything refining our writing and editing skills. We also, on the actual publication, typesetting, cover design, all that sort of thing, brought a couple of out-of-print books back into print. Uh, several, two books by Joe Bailey, Tim Bailey's dad. Tim was our senior pastor at the time. Two of his books that were out of print, we brought back into publication, worked on and refined our skills working on those, and then brought a couple of just sort of Christian classics that were in the public domain back into print. But those were all proof of concept for Daddy Tried, both the uh, magazine side of things on the editing um, side and the the reprints on the all the other just the technical side of, of things daddy tried was then our first real project and i i had helped outline that book and it was a project that was it's actually tim's second writing project uh, his first one had a bit of a false start and needed to be reworked and ended up it's now in publication after having been completely completely reworked that book is church reformed but this was his first go and his first completed work and it was a it was a process and i worked heavily on outlining and editing that book and then nathan came in and actually did the heavy work of creating the shape the final shape of that book a lot of it was came down to tim had been in such a 
a habit of writing to, to pastors, to elders, and to leaders. And we all wanted this book to be for the layman. But there basically had to be a lot of decisions made about, and, and Nathan was the one who finally came in and said, this has to be a book for laymen. And so everything that is more upper level stuff just has to go. So came in with a pretty intense editing pass. Came in with a wrecking ball. Yeah. And, and it was a wrecking ball, but it was the right, it was a wrecking ball that we needed. And it was, it was uh, painful and great because it gave us that book as it is. It allowed us to go through and polish it up and and get it. So I think that book was released in 2016. Sounds right. So that's we're coming up on the sixth anniversary of that book's release here in June. I think it would be. So a lot of history around that. I've Tim's done conferences built around that book. I've helped pull content from the book and shape it into conference talks and things like that. So there's a lot of personal history with that with that book, but I haven't come back to it in, a, in several years now. And I would say that our church is in a place where we, our church plant here in Evansville is a, in a place where guys are coming online and are beginning to be ready for it in, in various places. There's plenty of great books on fatherhood and parenting and, and things out there. But this is one that we are e- eager to share with people in the church. So I wanted to revisit it and I I had an idea that it'd be good to do with my oldest son. And I think that the main reason that I thought that as I as I process the walk is because as Peter turns 14 and begins to differ so the Jason Wilson book that we did, a lot of it focused on self-control, processing your emotions in a way that honors God and is real and isn't shelving them and isn't uh, letting them run uh, all over the place. Those are places where I think everybody has failures. I certainly have quite a few. And so you don't process the sins and failures that you pass on to your sons without acknowledging that you are the one that passed them on. So a lot of my conversations with Peter about his sins and his weaknesses have to had to have happened with me acknowledging, yeah, I'm this way. You're this way because I'm this way. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And then welcoming, wel- welcome, welcoming him into a level of maturity and I think masculinity where we work together to deal with our sins. And I can be honest about what my sins are and the ways that I failed him as a father, and he can be honest about them, and he doesn't have to pretend like I'm perfect, but we can be honest about them together, and then together we can work on the places where we're weak, and where, and where we sin, and where we fail. And so I think that, and I hope that that's a, a healthy way to help him differentiate and become his own man while keeping him close, and, and, and creating a relationship where he doesn't actually have to do that on his own. I can walk with him to a point and by God's grace, we'll be in a place where I wish that I had leaned harder on my dad and had been able to lean harder on my dad and didn't have to come back years later and realize all the ways that he was right and all the ways that he was, could have helped me. Mm -hmm. But I felt like I had to go figure things out on my own. And I know that that's, uh, there's an inevitability to, to some of that and I'm not trying to fight that. I accept it. 
but also as long as I'm able to help him and he's and, and able to nurture his ability to just be real, like if he feels he's able to be real and it's safe to just talk about his sins and my sins and I want that. I want that for him and I want that for me because I don't want to be, I want my sons to be able to help me as they grow and mature and hopefully grow beyond me. I want them to be able to stand on my shoulders and help me up. Mm. And so I think what's important, I think maybe one of the most important things for him to see right now and through these next several years is that I'm aware of my sins and weaknesses. I'm aware of the places that I failed him. And, I, and I'm committed to repenting and to growing. And that being a man and being a Christian man is not simply processing these things, but processing them in a way that says, okay, we are where we are, but we love each other and we're committed to going to Jesus. And so we're going to go together. And that's where I'm headed. That's where I want you headed. I started where I started. We are where we are. We have to move forward. And that's what I'm committed to doing. And that's what I want to lead you in is being committed to going forward from where you are. Not as somebody who's perfect or who has it together or has to pre pretend uh, like he's perfect or like I'm perfect but just as two Christian men who love each other as father and son and are committed to, to becoming better men of God. And so I had an idea that Daddy Tried might be, in a weird way, a way for him to see that and for us, for him to see that that's my commitment and that's what I'm working toward no matter what. And I don't have to protect him from that. That vulnerability can be a really good thing. And so that that may that may lead to any number of other weirdnesses or difficulties that may end up with me coming back in a month and saying, "Eh, we left it behind." Mm -hmm. Daddy tried, <laughs> but Daddy tried. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I thought that would be worth talking about. I don't know, or interesting at least. How far are you into the book now? Oh, we're very early. The way that we did Audible. It makes me unhappy because... The way that Warhorn did Audible? Yes, the way that Warhorn did Audible. Because, like, introduction is like... Wh whatever introductory matter just gets labeled as a chapter. So I'm on, like, chapter three or something like that. But we're really just... We just got through the Daddy Tried story. The story of Tim, Tim's dad, his brother Danny dying, and his dad taking him out. Oh, so the Audible stuff doesn't actually correspond to... Chapter chapter numbers don't no, correspond. That's that's. Uh, I wonder if we could get that fixed because that's that's. It yeah. doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. So we we do we should try to figure that out. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'd ever really realized. But yeah, I just I used an audible credit. I I have it on, on files, but just for convenience sake. Right. Audible was going to be the way to do it. Sure. And so. So yeah. Cool. So, <clears throat> what's the most interesting thing so far? They're the most promising thing to you, talking about it with him. And has there been anything where you're, well, I'll, I'll ask this question as a follow-up. Well, I, we haven't really had much time to talk because so much of the early stuff is just stories, mm -hmm. right? It's a boy. I was terrified. I didn't know how to be a man. When I was a kid, my brother Danny died. My dad was gone. He is on the road. I wanted to judge him, but also 
he held the marriage. It's just all, it's just all those stories that mm-hmm. he tells at the beginning where it's like, you're along for a ride and you kind of need to find the places where it's time to pause and reflect. But he's going to do some of that work himself. Right. And so I, can, I haven't quite figured out how with this book, I mean, at the end of each chapter of Battle Cry, there's going to be like, here's the lesson right. and here's the thing to do and here's the question to think about. It's like, okay, well, that's a good break. And now we're going to, that's not how uh, Daddy tried is, is constructed. And so I, I, I haven't quite figured out how we're going to, we're going to talk about it, how we're going to get beyond just listening to it. It's just going to, going to have to feel my way forward. We haven't really though, because it's been stories, appendicitis. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember these stories. Yeah. They're, they're great hooks mm-hmm. and they're great, you know, appendicitis. This is going to be painful. Daddy tried. Daddy tried. The classic. Uh, it's a boy. I was afraid. All right. So he's just tapping into the the fear and the pain and the difficulty and the nature of father hunger, and being sure that every every listener reader, you know, resonates and understands that he understands. Yeah, if people don't know, this book is called Overcoming, or the subtitle of the book is Overcoming the Failures of Fatherhood, and I think you could almost cast it as like channeling or using or having faith maybe the best way is having faith for the failures of fatherhood like the whole yeah. conceit is try failure, do, failure do something failure is inevitable your father's failed you you will fail your sons the question is which direction are you going to fail in and are you going to have faith for failure are you going to be a the victim of your father's failures how far back can we trace it we can trace it all the way to Adam. Mm-hmm. So we can all be victims of our father's failures, or we can appreciate what's good, learn from what's good, learn from what's bad, and fail our way forward, knowing we'll fail our sons, but hopefully we can put them in a better place. And that's a big part of the conceit. Uh, it gets much deeper into, I mean, there's good theology about fatherhood of God and uh, sin and our adoption as sons. And it's a good basic primer on um, God's fatherhood as it's written into nature and uh, into society and the different spheres of fatherhood. It's got all yeah, that Yeah, it's going to have a whole big theology of what it means to be a man and a father and in, lot, plenty, in the lots home of, and in the church and in the world. And also lots of practical, you know, discipline and love and practical steps for being. Mm-hmm. So it's a great book. John Frame, no less than John Frame, says it's the best book on fatherhood currently in print. That's one of the pull quotes that we got for it. So, and I, I, I think he might be right. It's a good book. So I recommend it to you if you're a father. It's been helpful to me. I mean, I, I edited the darn thing and I haven't gone back to it to, to look at it, but it's, it's kind of in my bones and, and it's been helpful since I've had a kid. And so, yeah, buy two, one for yourself and one for your best friend and one for, uh, buy three, one, one for your best enemy. Buy, buy Daddy Tried. It's a great book. But so, so my question was going to be, Jake, and maybe it's just too early to tell, has there been any part where you're like, ah, I don't want to give that card away quite yet. <laughs> like I got you know, Peter can't know that trick. <laughs> sure, he's 14, but like I, I got to hold a couple things in my sleeve still. No, hmm. no, I, I don't think so. I, in, and I really don't want there to be, I don't want to think of fatherhood as tricks. There are tools, and he knows what the tools are. Yeah. There's the context of, of 
love and affection and tenderness. And there's the tools, various tools of discipline. And he needs to be able to know what they are and how they work. And you don't, uh, you don't welcome someone into maturity by uh, treating them like children forever, like little children forever. It's important for them to under- begin to see and understand the why and the how and to accept discipline and not see it as some kind of, you know, trick or manipulation tactic or something like that in order to get a desired result. So I think in a certain sense, the more straight ahead it feels, the more honest it feels, and the more, the more helpful it can be. But I don't know, there may be things, you know, you can see doing this with a son who's inclined to bitterness, who's then going to take every little thing and say, oh yeah, you, I remember that part of the book. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you put your arm around me because you said, oh, you're going to spend time with me because you told a story about Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like you've got bigger problems. If- yeah, then, you know, if that's the nature of the relationship, then that's, and maybe, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe it's going to help work through some things, but glad you're reading Daddy Tried, I guess, if that's yeah, the relationship with your son. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe a misfire. Maybe I come back and I'm like, it, uh, ask me in a month or two. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a follow up episode, up episode yeah. unless it's a disaster and Jake doesn't want to talk about it. He's like, I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I mean, and now I've weaponized Peter to hate me forever. Right. You were just putting your arm around me. No, that's not true. I, that's such a dumb way to think. I mean, I could see a bitter son thinking that way, but just because there's a mechanic to something doesn't mean it's not heartfelt. I don't know. Well, that's interesting. Something Jake's trying. He's trying. <laughs> Should we call this episode Jake Failed? <laughs> no, we call the, the follow-up episode Jake Failed. I no. actually think that our Sanity Shelves episodes should be titled something like Sanity Shelves. Title of the book. And then people who know that book or are interested in that book can come in here. You mean you don't think they should be called Sacco for Jacko? <laughs> no, I think that that's kind of <laughs> silly and nobody who isn't already going to listen to us because they listen to everything we have to say is going to be interested in listening to that episode. <laughs> Personally. Now, is this my judgment? How about Kill Link for Willink? Yeah, I think that that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> how about sanity shelves tried because we're doing daddy tried Ooh, good yeah like there's that. a hook that's a great idea okay. i love all our titles yeah They're well my favorite folks you can listen to last uh, week's episode which made my wife drop what she was doing come in and say nathan i like your titles but i don't trust that that's she's allowed to be wrong true. i think she was prejudiced because of marriage uh, but she tried to wives can try as well and they better get it right I don't know. Any any more thoughts for this glorious edition of Sanity Shelves, gentlemen? No, I'm interested to see how it turns out. Yeah. I think it's sweet that Battlecry went well enough that Peter's open to another book and it, it's like good. It just sounds good. Uh, it's not going to be it's not going to be a colossal misfire. Maybe maybe nah, it'll be like, "Ah, eh, we can do something more so. that is more directly helpful to Peter, but it's it's not it's, it's not what's not going to happen is I gave the game away. Now nah. Peter's mad at me and I don't think so. No. All right. Well, uh, go to Amazon.com or Warhorn. Where do we want them to buy Daddy Tried from? I guess you can buy it direct from WarhornMedia.com, maybe. Maybe. Go to Amazon, order four or five copies. You can get your Kindle, your Audible version. Get all three. You want to be able to read it after your loved one goes to bed on Kindle. That's what Kindle's great for. You also want to be able to listen to it on the way. 
to places. So that's what Audible's for. And then you want a nice soft cover to hold in your hands, the tactile experience of holding Daddy Tried and reading it from an actual book. Whatever happened to actual books? Don't people like that book smell? So you want to buy at least three copies in the different mediums of Daddy Tried, Amazon.com forward slash whatever. You also want to go to Patreon.com. And I, I am I'm being a little silly here, folks, but Daddy Tried is a very good book. If you're a father, if you're a husband, if you're a a wife that wants to understand if you're a kid who wants to understand his own father, it's a good book to learn about biblical fatherhood. So get yourself a copy if you need one. And also get yourself a copy of your credit card so that you can go to patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity and support this show. Ben, what kind of things happen when you do that? You feel good about yourself. Yeah, that's the also, yeah, you get access to bonus content behind the paywall stuff. Yeah, me and Ben have been doing like a video every week. Where, uh, la- last week, we spent 20 minutes talking about our favorite sci-fi novels. We really did. Yeah. if you It like was to, very hard to come up with them. Yeah. If you like to just spend time with us, though, it's a good place to do that. You get some, well, it's been a while since the proper sanity bites, but you did get a failed episode last week. Yeah, yeah. You, or you, a few weeks ago. Yeah. There, there's something really fun. If you want to hear an episode that starts out strong and then just slowly devolves into what actually happened, which is Jake hates our titles, then you can listen to that <laughs> on Patreon. <laughs> it starts out as like a really good episode of Sound of Sanity, and then you can listen to it slowly, just become Jake reading our titles <laughs> and mocking. And it's a lot of fun. So, and you, you can hear me and Ben crying and... thought you edited that out. <sighs> no, it's, it's all in there. Oh, it's that's all, raw stuff, man. Yeah, no, it's raw stuff. It's like cane sugar. No, I was having fun. Yeah, no, yeah, Jake was having fun. That was fun. Patreon.com forward slash Sound of Sanity. Support the show. Until next time. Stay sane.